please welcome to the stage, Mike Zakarian. Let's go. What up, party people? Happy Monday. We're back at it. We got so much to do today. So much to do. Like the stream, subscribe to Team Hole if this is your first time here. I can't imagine it is, but just in case. And then why don't we just like fire up a little giveaway here? We're going to just hashtag Lakers for a little bottom shot, huh? Uh, who do we got in the streets this morning? I see Fenny up in here. Jimmy Peacock. Let's go. Jimmy Peacock up and early, doing some dad stuff. We love to see it. Mac Attack's here, the common man. We got JJL. Delos here. Willis is up in the streets. We the people. Borland, good morning. Garrett's here. Corsad, Snoop Loop. Federico Cameron's here. Bottomine, Shugans, Billy Jackson in the street. Mike Baston, Eric Fernandez here. Homies in the house. Andre Bing Bong Boys. Who else did I miss? Uh, if UConn wins tonight, I ship a bracket. There you go, Snoop. There you go, Snoop. Uh, Veronica's up in the streets. We got Leon here this morning. I love to see all oh, like a vibrant chat, a vibrant Monday morning here. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Look at JJL. Love that energy. Jump shoots up in here. Um, hey, listen, let's. Uh, we got a lot of basketball to talk about. Uh, and, and the, the weekend of scheduling was very bizarre, right? Because you got a bunch of games on Friday. And then on Saturday, they were like, how about two games? And then on Sunday, ton of games. And then on Monday, no games. So uh, weird scheduling. That also impacts our scheduling for content a little bit. So for today, normally, right, you get a little live before lock. You get a little value hunting for the NBA side of things. We're not getting either of those today uh, because there are no games. So the NBA slate will start uh, tomorrow for so rare. Uh, and I imagine uh, we're still going to do live before lock. Might be at 5 o'clock Eastern instead of 5.30. I might move it up a half hour uh, just for my schedules. Uh, yeah, I under, yeah, the final four. It's because the men's championship is tonight. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be uh, – it's going to be a, a busy a busy day tomorrow. So get ready for all the live before lock and so we're NBA uh, shows tomorrow. Yeah, we might, we'll have to be talking about some NCAA bit tomorrow. Also, Sean Grant about my so rare limited championship result. There you go. Um, but hey, so this is what we're going to do today, though, just so you know. So the MLB slate on so rare, I think we're going to we're going to test it out a little bit here. So if we go to upcoming. Uh, the slate starts in four hours and 55 minutes. So what's that? 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. So the slate starts at 2 o'clock. I think at 1 p.m. Uh, at 1 p.m., I think we're going to fire up a live before lock MLB show. So I know that there's been there's been some urgency for some MLB content. Uh, it's game week two on SoRare MLB, which means which means uh, ETH rewards start game week three. So I figure we like dive in a little bit, try to do some content around it, see how it goes. So that way we can get some regularly scheduled baseball uh, programming starting uh, next week. So we'll, we'll check that out. Uh, so that again, so for today's schedule, uh, you're already here. You already did the hard part. You got up early. You're here for some, some content. Uh, and then this afternoon at uh, 1 PM Eastern standard time, uh, we'll fire up a little MLB. But uh, I think that's it for, and then other than that, we've got our shot tank one year anniversary shows on Wednesday. Uh, 89 Cavs will return this week, uh, hopefully Wednesday. And then, uh, you know, normal, normal programming the rest of the way out. So I think that's it. Uh, make sure you check out all the links in the show notes, right? So get that sub stack, baby. Uh, we've got, I, I was talking with Veronica over the weekend and this morning. Uh, we've got some fun, some fun short form stuff that I'm excited for you guys to see as the playoffs come around. Was deep in the lab, was in the lab this weekend doing some homework, doing some research. Uh, and excited to have you have some stuff for you guys in the next week or so. So uh, let's let's do this. Let's remind the people one more time. 
Like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Lakers. And in honor of hashtag Lakers, let's uh, let's fire up a little video. Justin will probably listen to the audio of this on the way into work, so he won't even see the video, but at least he'll hear his own voice. Oh, my God. Lakers fans are the best. Lakers fans are so good. So gross. So gross. Uh, all right, let's get into the weekend that was uh, for some NBA hoopy hoops. So a lot of there was a lot of shifts, a lot of shifts in the um, – in the standings, a lot of weird stuff happened this weekend, but let's get into it. We'll start Friday night. We're going to cover every single game. Obviously, some of them I'm going to move through a little bit faster than others. So if that is your team, honestly, it's not my fault. It's your team's fault for being ace. Uh, all right, let's go. Bulls beat the Hornets 121-91. Uh, Hornets running out some squads that uh, I think I could, that I've like played against uh, in like a YMCA league. That's the energy they're bringing. They're throwing out there right now. Shvi. Uh, Shvi dropped 16 and James Booknight, the resurgence of second year pro James Booknight dropped 22 off the bench. Uh, Zachary Levine had 23, Vucci made 21 and eight DDR 23 and four bulls are kind of this weird in this weird spot, not in a weird spot, but like clearly the 10 seed, right? Um, I think you could argue they're playing better than anybody else in front of them in the play-in, though, right? So yes, they would have to win two in a row. It's either going to be, they're either going to be playing Toronto or, um, or Atlanta in that first round, but I, I, Chicago's playing better than them right now. So that'll be uh that'll be a fun matchup. And I mean, when you have guys like DeRozan and Levine, you know, they're going to get, they're going to get buckets. Uh, Atlanta doesn't defend Toronto doesn't really defend. Um, that could be, that could be spicy. And then when it's a, when it's a winner, go home matchup, winner, take all, um, anything, anything can happen. Anything is possible. Uh, all right. Pacers and thunder, man. Oklahoma City Thunder just taking dookies left and right here, which is a bummer because I'm so excited for them. Uh, it's like fun to have this team relevant again. SGA's been incredible. Josh Giddy's had a solid second year. Our friend uh, J-Dub has been awesome. But they are just on fumes. And I don't know if they just had to put so much energy and effort to get on this run to begin with and like fight their way back into the playoff picture. Um, and so many people were overexerted with SGA missing a ton of time. But, man, they um, – they're, they're running on fumes right now. That was a tough loss to the Pacers, 121-117. Uh, SGA dropped 39-9. and I think he did that twice this weekend. Uh, Josh Giddy at 21-7. and uh, TJ McConnell at 21-9-8. Like, they're losing, to, they're losing to teams they should beat, right? We had, we had looked at their schedule, and they were like, all right, they got to they gotta go 2-2 two and two in that first four, and then they got to smoke the teams they're supposed to beat, and they just haven't done that. They haven't done that. And the Pacers, like, aren't trying to win. Miles Turner hasn't been playing. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton hasn't been playing. And so the, the only benefit for Oklahoma city, like the, the glass half full is that the Dallas Mavericks suck. Uh, and because of that, they are not losing any ground. So they're still in the 10 seed. They still have a game advantage, but they, uh, their schedule's tough here down the stretch. Um, congrats, John W. If you're in the chat, congrats onto your Pacers. Uh, Sean was saying the bulls are much better when Caruso is healthy. That is true. Awesome. himself playing some good, some good ball. Um, all right, Sixers beat the Raptors 117-110. Caught the end of this one. Uh, Sixers were up pretty big, and the Raptors came storming back in the second half. Late third quarter, early fourth quarter, had a nice push. Um, but Sixers held on. Uh, they they kind of, like, turned it on there at the end. Hart had 23-11 and 11 and beat at 25-12. and 12. They kind of seemed like they were in cruise control. Uh, Raptors came back, and they were like, all right, come on, let's finish them off, finish them off. Uh, if the Thunder win one more, we're Cooks as the common man. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Scotty Barnes had 29, 9, and 8, and then Fred Van Fleet at 19 and 6. 
disappointing performance from everybody else on the Raptors side of things. So Raptors split the weekend. We'll get into their second game in a little bit. We'll keep moving on here. Uh, Magic beat the Wizards 116-109. The only real reason I want to talk about this game, Magic have been really good uh, the second half of the season. We've talked about them. They're going to finish. I think they're going to end up finishing 11th, which is wild. Uh, like ahead of the Pacers, ahead of the Wizards. I mean, I know the Pacers are trying to lose. The Wizards finally have decided they're trying to lose. But I wanted to give a little shout to our friend Corey Kispert, who has been secretly cooking this week, uh, benefiting from like no coups, no Beal, uh, and then no Porzingis was a late scratch and didn't play this weekend. Uh, but he was great. He had 27 points, still on right at 21 and nine. Gafford had 18 and 13 on the Magic side of things. Paolo, we, we've been everybody's been pretty excited uh, to talk about uh, Jalen Williams because here's the thing: like Paolo was clearly the rookie of the year. He still is clearly the rookie of the year. Uh, but because it was like cemented in stone and he's been doing the same thing the entire season, we were excited to be like, Whoa, what about this guy? Uh, Paolo's definitely the rookie of the year and reminded us with a 30, 12, and six in that game. Uh, Markel Fultz, too, 25, six, and four. Fultz this weekend, I did a short on it, had a wild windmill dunk. So Fultz has been like a little feel good story. Uh, Tesla was saying Harden looking pretty healthy, seems like a good bet he made on securing that next contract. Yeah. Yeah, he looked really bad in that second game that we're going to talk about. But um, for that, I mean, yeah, he was he was good in that game. Kispert still only one moment on top shot. Somewhere Rocket Silas Air is being like the bottleneck, though. It's the challenge bottleneck. Uh, all right, let's keep going. Celtics beat the Jazz, and we're just firing it up right now. Let's fire up the video. You didn't think I was going to start with this one because the Celtics got a big old W, but we like a vibe. I was listening to uh, the NBA Athletic podcast this weekend. Uh, the Saturday, oh my camera's being weird. The Saturday Slam and Jam with uh, Alex Spear and Andrew Schlecht, I think. And they had a great stat uh, as we talk about THT. There are two players this season who have scored over forty points, but average under ten points, which is nuts. Uh, one of them is THT. Can anyone in the chat name the other one who they think the other one was? Uh, so it's. A player who has scored 40 points this season, but has averaged under 10. There it is. Shiggins all right away with Cam Thomas. Shiggins, did you also listen to the podcast or did you just, oh no, you didn't. You just knew it. You just knew it. Yeah, Cam Thomas. That was a fun little stat. Also, that's like low-key one of my favorite uh, NBA pods. Mainly, too, because it's like on the weekend and you normally don't get basketball content on the weekend and then all of a sudden a pod shows up. They have good vibes. Those are like two fun dudes to listen to. So uh recommend checking that one out just on the NBA Athletic Pod. Um, yeah, one of my faves. All right, Celtics be the Jazz 122, 114, THT 28 and 17, Walker, Super Kessler at 20 and 12, uh, Tatum dropped 39 and 11, Whitehead 17, Brogdanovich with 19 and 7 off the bench. Good W for the Celtics. However, not really gaining any ground for that one seed. They seem to be locked into that two seed. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. Dude, the Nets are good, man. Nets won both games this weekend. They beat the Hawks 124-107. Uh, Bridges with 42-5. and Claxton with 14-12. and DFS with 19-8. and uh, And then DeJounte Murray at 21-5. Dude, the Nets are weird, man. Like, they're, they're like, going to get a six seed. They're going to be locked into the playoffs. They're going to get, most likely, um, a first-round matchup against our friend, uh, our friends in Philly. 
And I mean, Philly's got to win that series, but man, they're like, they're just a weird team. I think they're a weird team to defend. Uh, I think they could cause some problems. However, Embiid is like three of Nicholas Claxton's. So uh, they should be able to dominate down low, but that's going to be a fun one. Um, yeah, I, I I really thought like after that trade, right, that they were just going to, you know, roll downhill and just be in the seven, eight, nine seat or whatever. Uh, but because Miami sucks and because Atlanta isn't allowed to win two or three games in a row, they've still been there. So the Nets are the Nets are fun. Uh, yeah, and as Sean and they have a brief dream. Uh, D Rose in the chat. Oh, did my Wi-Fi get weird again? Said the Nets are now constructed the way they were always supposed to be built. Yeah, I think if you they've got some weird uh decisions to make in the offseason between they got too many wings. They've got too many. Uh, so they get to some decisions to make here in the offseason. I'll be excited to see what that looks like. Um, all right. Knicks and Cavs. This one was exciting. Uh, Knicks won 130 to 116. Jalen Brunson, 49 and 9. Dropped 49 and 9. Uh, Mitchell Robinson at 10 and 14. Darius Garland at 29. And then Donovan Mitchell, 42 and 5. Can you name a player uh, better than Donovan Mitchell at losing scoring duels? I feel like Donovan Mitchell has been on the other side of like mono. And I'm, I'm thinking of the bubble when him and uh, Jalen uh, Jamal Murray just went back and forth with 50 point games. And Donovan always seemed to be on the losing side of that. Uh, and so did it again less than that game on Friday night. Brunson drops 49, Donovan 42. Good win for the Knicks. That was a weird one too, because uh, no Julius Randall, right? So the, the injury news on Julius Randall is he's going to miss a couple of weeks, I believe. So, excuse me, guys. Uh, my guess is that Randall isn't ready for the first round of the playoffs. Hopefully he is. Hopefully they're just being cautious, but uh, this is going to be the first round matchup between the Knicks and the Cavs. And that was exciting to see them just kind of pop off like that. Um, Julius Randall was out dueled by Torian Prince. It happens. We'll drop regular season Randall for that. Regular season Randall. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just saying I, Donovan's been awesome. He's going to make an all team NBA, probably all team for a uh, first team, all NBA or second team, all NBA. Donovan's been incredible. Uh, and the Cavs have been fun, but I really like, I feel like that's happened so many times. That's happened so many times, but Donovan's been great. Good one for the Knicks though. That was huge. Um, all right. Rockets, Pistons. We'll talk about this as fast as we can. Uh, 121, 115. Uh, Shengun finally getting normal minutes again. He had 15, 13, and 7. Porter Jr. with a 33 spot. Jalen Green, 32. Bags, 21. Ivy, 18, and 9. The only thing I wanted to point out, go check out Shengun's highlight from this weekend. He had this ridiculous pass with his back towards the basket and just kind of, like, just dropped it like this for an easy, it was a sick dime. Sick dime by Shengun. Also, EJ in the chat says, I'm pumped for the playoffs. Wish Luca made it, but can't wait to watch Bucks all playoffs. Playoffs are going to be spicy. I'm very excited for that. Uh, I see a bunch of new people joining too for the giveaway. Here you go. Like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Lakers into the chat for a shot at winning a little something, something here at the end of the show. Um, all right, let's keep going. We're still only on Friday night. Uh, Kings beat the Blazers 120 to 80 by 40. The Kings beat the Blazers by 40. Uh, Sabonis had 15 and 12. Malik Monk had 19 off the bench. The only thing I wanted to point out, the one nice thing about watching a team tank like this, like the Blazers, uh, is you get an opportunity to see some of these rookies flourish and somebody like Shaden Sharp, right, who was playing like 18 to 20 minutes off the bench. Uh, but, you know, you had Simons out there, you had Dame out there. So, like, clearly they're going to take like a backseat usage-wise. 
Shaded Sharp's been straight balling. Uh, he had uh, 37 and 7. Had this like three consecutive games in a row of him cooking. So it'll be interesting to see how the Blazers treat their offseason if they're just rolling with Dame, Sharp, and uh, Simons, or if they try to make a move. Just go Jeremy Grant, Nurk. It's just a weird situation for the Blazers. Shout out to the Blazers fans. I feel bad for you. Uh, Grizz and the Clippers played each other Friday night. And honestly, the, the shit the teams are pulling right now to try to play in the sixth seed, and we'll talk about this more when we look at the standings after this. Kawhi Leonard, so they had two games this weekend. They played on Friday and they played on Sunday. Kawhi Leonard, no, there's no word of this happening. Starts the first half. Second half just doesn't come out. They're like, well, he's playing both games this weekend. So load management, we want to make sure he's ready to go on Sunday. What? Uh, so they lose. And what's happening here, teams are going out of their way to try and play the Kings in the first round. And But the problem we're going to see here when we look at the standings is like this jockeying might put yourself, put your team into the playing game, right? It's it's not like an easy thing to thread this needle to move from the five seed to the six seed because you have the Pels who are beating everybody, which we'll talk more about. You've got the Lakers who were seven and uh, three in their last 10. You've got the, the Warriors are in there too. So like one of those teams, and we'll, I, we'll, we'll get to it soon, but it was nuts. That was nuts. Anyways, Chris beat him 108-94. Zubat had 15 and 15. Desmond Bain 22 and nine. Um, they, that was their second game that they had played in the, like three days or whatever. They split that series one and one. Um, and yeah, Milo, I'm kind of with you, man. I'm also, uh, I think I'm just rooting for, um, uh, the Kings now I'm rooting for the Kings. That's what I'm doing. This I agree. I mean, also listen, I'm a little extra salty because an underdog, I had like stacked up on Kawhi that game and then he only played a half. So I was pretty mad. It's pretty mad. A uh, couple more games here on Friday. Lakers beat the Wolves 123-111. This was a this was like a straight up playoff game be, uh, based on seeding. Um, the winner of this basically jumped to the seventh seed. Uh, unlucky timing for Minnesota. Minnesota, and for those that have just been like box score hunting, and that's it. Uh, Minnesota has been like there's been a bug that's been ripping through the the locker room. And Ant-Man, uh, it was reported that Ant-Man was throwing up and just, like, laying down in the tunnel at halftime. Um, and, like, Cat was dealing with it a little bit. So, like, they got a lot of guys just kind of going through just not not 100% here. And that they, that definitely bit them a little bit here as we'll talk about both of their games this weekend. But good win for the Lakers. Anthony Davis, man. I know I said this a couple of weeks ago. If AD didn't do AD shit and get hurt and miss, like, a month and a half, he'd be, he'd be in the MVP conversation uh, 38 and 17, LeBron back 18 and 10, Carl Anthony Towns had 23 and eight and, uh, Mike Conley 25 and seven. Uh, Sean with a great point said Kawhi still recovering from new balance out with Jack Harlow. Yeah. Yeah. Kawhi with the charisma of a cup. Uh, Warriors beat the Spurs 130 to 115. Keldon, big body Johnson dropped 22 and four Malachi Brown with 19 and seven chef Curry with 33 and five. Uh, Clay had 31 and Jordan Poole. Yeah, the Nasri Jericho. Thanks for bringing that up. I don't know. I think that information might have come out after our last morning show, but Nasri broke his wrist, uh, and it looks like he's going to be out for like he's he's missing the playoffs. That's that's brutal. That's brutal. Uh, yeah, Kyle Anderson was fighting through it as well for Minnesota. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Um, all right, let's keep. Oh, Top Shot Com, man. He can't tell who he's mad at more himself or like pushing that anger towards Minnesota. Um, all right, last game on front. No, no, wow. Two two games left. Kings beat the Blazers 138-114. Sabone Bone, 2012 and 8. Um, 
But wait, is that? I'm sorry. That actually is wrong. I already said Kings Blazers. That was from the other game. My bad. My bad. Let me delete that. Delete it. Uh, Suns beat the Nuggets 193. So Denver, uh, I tweeted about this over the weekend. Denver is in cruise control mode right now. So they, they've been sitting out. Jokic missed his third straight game, I believe. Third or fourth straight game. Um, the Grizzlies, I think like the Grizzlies uh, shrunk the lead to two games. And they were playing the Bulls, and we'll talk about the Sunday game. But I do think if they had won that game against the Bulls, we would have seen Jokic play last night. Because if that all of a sudden is a one-game lead with a couple games left, like, holy shit. Um, but, yeah, they, they're just in, like, rest mode. So they I think they were fine. They rested Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, and Jokic in that game. Suns won 193. Aaron Gordon dropped 26-8. and Kevin Durant, 30-4. and Devin Booker, 27-6. and uh, KD after like a rusty first game back has dropped 30 in consecutive games. So he's back. All right, let's do a quick little, uh, let's do a little mental health. Let's do a little mental health. Uh, we'll do a little of this. Hey man, I noticed that, uh, I noticed that some of my series two moments, uh, I spent a lot of money on them and it's not worth as much. So, uh, Jacob, uh, can you make it worth more? Um, let's, uh, let's dive into, yeah, we could talk about this for a second. Yeah. I saw that ESPN article about Jokic's D around the rim. Didn't realize his defense was that bad. I think anybody who watches the Nuggets regularly know that Jokic is not a defensive presence, right? Um, I think what his improvement has been, uh, is that he was worse. Like he was even a worse defender in years past. So he has made, uh, some, like he's, he's not getting cooked as frequently as he once was. So I, I thought that article was a little misleading, but like, yeah, Jokic is bad at defense. Uh, also, Jokic is not winning the MVP anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I think there was an opportunity for him to rip off a couple of games here with, after like the Embiid stuff, but because he, I, I, it seems like it's either Embiid. I think it's going to be Embiid. Even though they're both kind of limping to the finish line here, maybe it should be Giannis. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but uh, I thought I, I'm, I'm working on a, I mentioned it up top. I'm working on some short form content here as we head into the playoffs. And one of the, that we're going to do a little series, good thing, bad thing uh, for each playoff team. And I'll spoil the Denver one, but it is kind of funny looking at Denver. Like their, their good thing about Denver is they have Nikola Jokic, right? He's an offensive superstar who makes everybody else around him better. And like clearly is a dominant force in the league. The bad thing about the Denver Nuggets is Nikola Jokic. And if you look at, I think it's the last, uh, if we look at the last three finals, right? Uh, the last three NBA finals, each team has interior defense from their bigs that makes, that separates them from everybody else, right? So last year, Celtics have Robert Williams, uh, the Warriors, you, like you'd say Draymond, but I'd even see Kevin Looney, right? Uh, because the fun, the funny thing about Looney, which I, I like when I think about last year's playoff run, I keep remembering in the Western Conference Finals, the Mavericks running pick and rolls to get Luke onto Looney, and then Looney just making him take step back threes, and then the Celtics did the same thing with Tatum and Looney, right? So you need though that defensive presence. The year before that, you've got Giannis and Brooke Lopez, and then on the uh, Phoenix side of things, you have DeAndre Ayton, right? Uh, which everybody likes to make fun of Ayton, but Ayton's a solid big defender. And then the year before that, you have Anthony Davis. And then on the Miami side, I think you got Bam out of bio. So this would be like the first time in five or six years that a team could make the finals without having a defensive presence uh, down low. So it'll be, you know, it'll be something to watch. I mean, and the Kings are like this too with, uh, with Sabonis as well, but like the Kings don't even pretend to play defense. They're like, we're just going to score 135 points. Um, anyways, 
that's that's it on Jokic. Let's get into uh, finally we can talk about the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, we'll do Saturday and Sunday games of Dallas together. So Heat played. Uh, the, the Dallas had like four nights off, and then they play Miami in Miami. Bam Adebayo misses this game, so everything was set up for Dallas to actually get a W here. Did they? No, because Cody Zeller's a god. Uh, the Heat won 129-122. What's crazy about this, right? For Dallas, you're like, okay, I know Luke is going to get his. Kyrie's going to get his. If a third person steps up, they should win this game. Uh, in the words of Lee Corso, not so fast. Uh, because Tim Hardaway Jr. dropped 31 points in this game. 31-7-6. Kyrie had 23-8. Luke had 42-10-8. No Bam out of bio. They still managed to lose this game. Uh, Jimmy Butler was a god at 35-12. and 12. Uh, Zeller at 20 and eight and Kevin love has now been moved to the bench here with Cody, the arrival of Cody Zeller, but had a great game, 18 and five off the bench. Uh, Fernandez is saying Dallas is costing us a goddamn pick. Eric, you, you actually might thread the needle though, because right now, if the season ended right now, Dallas is kind of pri uh, primed to get the 11 seed. I mean, the 11th pick, if they get the 11th pick, it goes to New York. If it goes to uh top 10, Dallas keeps it 11. It goes to you guys. So you actually still might get the pick. You might thread that needle beautifully, and then everybody can just scream bing bong for days, you know? Um, anyways, that was a really good win for Miami, who's been kind of a, a aloof lately uh, and a really bad loss for Dallas. So Dallas had a back-to-back, -back, though. They go to Atlanta for the next game. This one goes to overtime. Kyrie was incredible in this game. Atlanta won 132-130. Uh, weird sequence at the end of the game. Uh, they Atlanta basically has this thing sealed up. There's four tenths of a second left. Luca uh, inbounds the ball, throws a lob. Javel McGee uh, gets fouled going for the tip, uh, and then goes one for two at the line, sends it to overtime, and then they lose in overtime. Uh, Javel McGee with an incredible quote too, like Hall of Fame quote from Javel after the game, where he's like, "This is basically why you play the game. It's like a movie." Uh, except this movie went straight to DVD because I went one for two from the line instead of hitting both. Like, JaVale McGee, who, who knew he was the comedic genius, right? Um, but anyways, uh, from stat lines from that game, uh, Luka dropped 22, 7, and 7. Kyrie, as I said, was amazing. Like, kept this in the in the game, was, like, dominant down the stretch, uh, 41 and 5. Trey Young finally woke up a little bit after a couple of uh, crap games. Uh, he had 24 and 12. And then DeJounte, DeJounte looked really good in this game. He had 25 and 7. So, uh, listen, we'll look at the standings. Dallas, free fall, baby. Free fall, absolute free fall. Um, let me actually, let's do the last game from Saturday, and we'll just move into Sunday because there's only two. This was another playoff implication game. The Pelicans, like, the Pelicans are hot right now. And there's rumors that Zion's back with the team, practicing a little bit. And, like, I don't know, man. The Pels were the second-best team in the West for a long stretch of time when they were healthy. And if Zion can come back and give them anything, um, Brandon Ingram's been playing out of his mind. Anyways, Pels beat the Clippers 122-114, and this was the Clips trying. Uh, Clips had 48-4. and four. Uh, Russ had 24-9. Uh, and nine. Ingram had 36-8. and eight. Uh, Jonas 23-12 and 12 and 19 from CJ. Um, Pels are like, they're kind of in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we'll look at the standings in a little bit. Anyways, that was Saturday. Let's uh let's reset here a little bit because we got 37 entrants, 52 watching. Like to stream, subscribe, hashtag Lakers. We'll give something away here in a little bit. Uh, as we move into Sunday, let's do another little mental health so I can take a sip of coffee and cough. <laughs> We can't go down this road. We can't talk about like how you need to have had sex in order to have responsibility. I just think it changes you, you know? I think it changes you. 
All right, let's get into the Sunday games, baby. Half hour in, hitting the last day. There was a lot of games to get through here on Sunday. Uh, Raptors beat the Hornets, 128-108. Dude, monster games. from Fred Van Fleet, 20 points, 20 dimes. Uh, Siakam at 37 and 7 and 7. Uh, Svi had 26 and 4. Mark Williams, a little dub-dub, 15 and 12. And then James Booknight. I'm telling you, Booknight. Getting buckets on a bad team. Had 21 off the bench. Whatever. Toronto wins. They split the weekend. One and one. Uh, Nets beat the Jazz 111-100. Lori Mackinnon had 23 and 9. And are we playing the same drop twice? I'm going to go back and talk about Toronto here in a second after we finish this game because I was just seeing some stuff in the chat. Uh, but anyways, Nets won. Uh, Bridges dropped 30-7. and seven. Dinwiddie 17-12. and 12. Good weekend for the Nets. Again, as we said, 16. Uh, all right, a couple of things here. People are saying, does Fred Van Fleet stay in Toronto? So, yeah, the Fred stuff is interesting. It depends how people are going to um, – uh, how much money they're going to spend. Depends on that. Um but I, I kind of like Fred Van Fleet to stay. I hope he does stay. I don't know why. I just like Freddie in Toronto. I hope he stays. He feels like he's a Toronto guy. Uh, but the Nick Nurse stuff, any thoughts on the Nurse rumors? Yeah, for those that don't know, um, not only is there a lot of rumors that Nick Nurse is gone, but it sounds like he already has another job lined up. And it seems to be, I mean, I've heard this on multiple podcasts now. There's a lot of different people talking about it. I am I would almost, I'd bet the house that Nick Nurse leaves. Um He's gone. I think Nick Nurse is gone, uh, and I bet Jason Kidd is gone, and then I bet we get a little Luca and Nick Nurse, you know? Um, I could see that happening. I could see that happening. But, yeah, it sounds like Nick Nurse already has a job lined up, uh, and he's going to bounce, So, which I don't think is a ne- necessarily a bad thing. Like, I think Nick Nurse is a great coach, but I don't know. You're in the same place for a while with the same core group of guys. Sometimes you just need a different voice. Um, so, yeah, anyways, yeah, I, I do think Nick Nurse is gone. I think those rumors are true. Uh, I hope he goes to Dallas. I hope anybody else but Jason Kidd is coaching Dallas. Uh, Bulls beat the Grizz 128-107. Wild swing. Um, Ja had a triple-double, 17-10-10. Bain, 21-5. Triple J with 31-8. DDR, 31-7-5. And And then Levine, 36. They combined for 67 points. Uh, Good win for Chicago. It's, uh, yeah, they're cooking. Um, people are asking, yeah, we'll talk about some of the CBA stuff here in a few minutes. Let's get through the rest of the weekend slates. Uh, one of the worst losses of the weekend outside of Dallas, shut up the Mavs were, uh, Minnesota, uh, the Lakers, whatever, like that was just a tough loss, but they lost to the Wolves yesterday. I mean, to the Blazers yesterday, you can't be losing to that game. Um, yeah. Nurse to the Rockets was the other one. Um, but Shaden Sharp uh, dropped 27, six and six. Kevin Knox with 19 off the bench, uh, and then Ant-Man, 37-6-5. You can't lose that game. You can't lose that game. Uh, you, you just can't. Uh, Portland is trying to lose. Portland is going out of their way. They're sitting everybody. Um, it's gone. I, you just can't lose that game. So that's tough. That's tough for my best ball bags as well for the playoffs because I got a lot of Ant-Man and a lot of Carl Anthony Towns, and now I'm getting nervous that the Pels and Lakers are going to be the 7-8 seed. Um, so it's looking rough, looking rough out there. Uh, Knicks beat the Wizards 118-109. This is the second time we're talking about Corey Kispert this weekend. He dropped 29. Uh, Obi Toppin filling in for Julius Randle, like ne- not missing a beat. He had 21. Brunson, 27-8. and eight. Grimes, he's been picking it up lately, uh, knocking down shots 27-5. and five. And then Emmanuel quickly, 22-6-5. Uh, and five. Good W for them. 
Magic beat the Pistons real quick, 128-102. Hayes had 27, Paolo 14-9, whatever. Uh, Spurs showed up and beat the Kings. No light in any beams, 142-134. This went to overtime. Kings just didn't have it. Uh, Sabonis, 26-8-6. Fox, 28-4. Dougie McBuckets dropped 30 off the bench. And then, I'm sorry, who? Julian Champagne at 26-6. and six. And then uh, the, the Tyus Jones bro, uh, he dropped uh, 27 and what was it? No, no, I'm sorry. 17, 11, and 10, a little tripped up. Uh, people saying, I think Nurse has been clashing with Masai for the last two years and one of the reasons he refuses to play the bench. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I still think Nurse is a great coach. Uh, I think he's a great coach. Anyways, all right, Lakers beat the Rockets last night. Another uh, awesome performance from Anthony Davis. They won 134-109. Uh, AD had 40 and nine. LeBron had a triple double, 18, 11, and 10. Austin Reeves with 18 and eight. Rui Hashimura with 20 and 12 off the bench. Jalen Green with 24 and seven. And then Shandine, uh, with 18 and 15. All right, let's get through the rest of this game so we can get through the fun stuff. Suns beat OKC, uh, 128, 118. Dude, SGA again, 39 and five, eight and 19, 11. KD, 35, five and five. D book, 22 and 10. Suns looking nice in the four seed. That 4-5 matchup is going to be nutso in that first round of the Western Conference, whether it's the Clippers, the Lakers, or the, the Warriors. It's going to be pretty nuts. Uh, Cavs beat the Pacers 115-105. Donovan Mitchell with another 40 bomb. He had 40-6. and six. Mobley with 20-6. and six. I know, I'm sorry, Garland with 20-6. Mobley with 14-16 and a few blocks. Uh, Matherin had 19-9. Jordan Hara had 15-10. and 10. All right, couple games left. Oh, Boston Bases watch Tetris. Yeah, I dude, I'm ready to... I'm ready to talk about Tetris in a little bit. Uh, Bucks won uh, 117, 104 against the Sixers. This was supposed to be the big, exciting matchup, and this game was kind of boring, honestly. Uh, it was just over fast. I guess it was exciting if you're a Bucks fan, um, but it was it just felt never in doubt. Uh, Giannis 33, 14, and six. Uh, Brolo at 21 and six. Middleton 19 and nine. Bobby Portis 18 off the bench, uh, and then Embiid had 28 and nine. Maxi with 29, Harden with a little playoff Harden, just a no-show. Uh, AD being good shouldn't be uh, surprised people so much because of all the injuries. He's just known as one of the best players. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Yeah, the game the game comes out spoilers. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil Tetris. We just we watch it too. Bandy looks. Yeah, Bandy does look comfortable. It's because I get him up a little bit earlier than normal. We went out for a walk. Oh, he's dreaming right now too. We might get some yipping. We might get some yips here in a second. Uh, anyways, all right, let's keep going. How many foul shots did OKC get? Do I need to say more? Dude, chicken frig, your team doesn't drive to the rim. This is the most annoying thing about Phoenix. Phoenix Suns, Monty Williams included, all of them, they complain that they, they get out foul shots. They like that the other team gets more free throws than they do. You have a bunch of dudes that take 18-foot jump shots. You have nobody that drives to the rim except Booker does. That's it. So, like, yeah, the other team's going to get more foul shots than you guys. That's going to happen. Drive to the rim. Um, anyways, all right, let's keep going. Uh, last game of the night. This was sexy. Nuggets 112, Warriors 110. No Jokic, no matter. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. was on fire. Went for 29 and 11. I think he got 29 and three quarters. He didn't score in the fourth quarter. Jamal Murray with 26 and 8. Jamal Murray with two blocks down the stretch. There was this incredible, uh, please watch. Wait, hold on. Chicken Frick says, please watch the game. BS. No, I did watch the game. You guys don't drive. I watched the Suns games. You guys don't drive, uh, and that's why you don't get calls. I mean, I'm not saying you're getting screwed here and there, but you're just not known as a team that drives. 
Uh, but one of the things that was uh, Jamal Murray had this incredible sequence. He comes down, bangs a three. This is when the game was like in the balance too. Bangs a three. Warriors drive down. Draymond Green on one on one layup goes up. Jamal Murray stuffs him, and he stuffs him so hard he comes down with it. They call a jump ball. Um, uh, uh, I think the Nuggets win the tip. They go down. He bangs another three. They come back down and then draws a uh, charge on Clay. And then at the end of the game, uh, they almost blow it. I think they're up nine. Warriors go on a hot run. They get the Warriors get the ball with like eight seconds left down two. Clay misses a wide open three, gets his own rebound as time expires, puts up another three. Jamal Murray blocks it again. Uh, Nuggets get the W. Uh, Clay at 25 and five. Dante DiVincenzo had 18 and 13. Poole had 17 off the bench. Steph ended with 21. But two for 14 from three. Uh, so, I mean, if you're Warriors, you're like, dude, whatever. We lost on the road in Denver, uh, but Steph had a bad game. This is a tough scene for the Warriors, though. That's a tough loss. You got to win that one. Um, you got to win that game. You got to win that game. Uh, all right, that's it. We got through all of the games. Let's go. Like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Lakers for the giveaway. We're going to do one more little uh, video drop here, and then we will dive into dive into the standings. Oh, what did I do here with this? What did I What's going on? There we go. Uh, all right, let's go. But I'm just not going to do it, guys. And it feels good to not cave to the chat because I am the boss. Like I said earlier, I'm in charge today. I am, I am in charge. You can't tell me what to do. All right, real quick, because people are still talking about Tetris in the chat. Uh, Tetris felt like two movies. If they could have condensed the first 45 minutes into like 15 minutes, I would have loved it. Cause I really loved the second half of the movie. The pacing at the end was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but the first like 35 minutes in it, I was kind of like, man, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but anyways, it was good. Sort of seemed like propaganda you'd see 40 years ago. Yeah, it did. There was a little, it did feel a little like a, a little heavy on that, but I, I don't know. It seemed Based on what I was reading after, it seemed pretty accurate. Anyways, let's get into the standings here. So uh, each team has like three or four games left. We're almost donezo here. We're going to look at tankathon.com after in a second to look at the rest of the schedule for everybody. But here we go. Bucks have a two-game lead on the Celtics, who have a three-game lead on the Sixers, who have a two-and-a-half-game lead on the Cavs. All right, this is – our top five is set. It's going to be Bucks, Celtics, uh, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks. Uh, and then, so the Nets with just how many games have they played real quick? That's 78. So they got four games left. Um, they, the Nets should be in the six seed, but the heat are right there. Uh, and then you get Atlanta and, um, in Toronto right here tied for that eight seed Atlanta's got, well, I don't know what the PB is stands for, but whatever. And then Chicago coming in hot here at the end. Uh, that's it. When we look at the West though, this is where it's nuts. So Denver is a three game lead over Memphis. So that Memphis dream of maybe catching Denver's dead. Uh, the Kings two games behind Memphis. I think this is your one, two, three. And then the Suns are four here, but after that, and this is what's so nuts about trying to match up. So you get to play the Kings. So you have four teams right now with 38 in the loss column. So the Clippers and Golden State are in the 5-6 matchup with the Lakers just a half game back, but they've got one extra game to play. Same thing with the Pelicans. And then there's the drop-off to the Wolves and OKC. So basically the 9-10-11 are all fighting for that 9-10 spot. I think that's pretty clear. But then we have 5-6-7-8 and eight all, all in there. All in there that's pretty nuts. And so when we go to um, 
Because like, yeah, that's so close. Like, and the Lakers own the tiebreaker. So I'm pretty sure if the Lakers win their next game and they're all 41 and 38, I'm pretty sure it goes Lakers, uh, Clippers, then Warriors, right? That's nuts. That is wild, wild, wild. Uh, let's all let's go to Tankathon real quick. Uh, I like Tankathon because it shows you the uh, strength of schedule, which is pretty fun. Sorry, my computer's being a little slow. Uh, so when we go over to do a remaining schedule strength here, and we'll just look at the West. So let me blow this up a little bit too. <clears throat> so we New Orleans, right? New Orleans had four games left, and there's technically is the toughest schedule left, right? But the thing is, I Grizzlies and Kings are kind of locked into their role there a little bit. So if if that is the case, if that is the case, and maybe they rest those guys, I like every game is a playoff game. So New Orleans has the toughest road ahead. Uh, and then anyways, Utah, Sacramento has the Nuggets, Warriors, Pels, and Mavs. And then you get OKC here with OKC as Grizzlies, Warriors, and Jazz left. So they have only three games left. But let's look at Dallas, who I believe Dallas has the Kings and then Spurs and the Bulls. So Dallas should, in theory, Dallas can still catch OKC. They still can. Um, but OKC has just been bad. Just been so, so bad. Um, wait, hold on. Chicken Frig still talking about the Suns. Says just because one ref said we take. Okay, Chicken Frig. When all the trades happen, this is what everybody said. This is everybody. This isn't even just me. Everybody was like, holy crap. Can you believe they have three guys who can find any jump shot they want? No one's like, oh, man, KD goes to the rack. Um, yeah. But I think the Suns, the Suns are, yeah, I don't care who you get in the first round. The Suns are going to, I think the Suns win the first round no matter who they play. I'm not scared of anybody. Even though Boots on the Ground report is that Wiggins is back in San Francisco. So maybe Wiggs returns. But anyways, Dallas with three games left has an easy set, somewhat of an easy schedule. What's crazy here, though, Lakers have the Suns, Clippers, and then two against the Jazz. And then the Warriors have the Kings, Blazers, OKC. But you know OKC is going to be throwing everything at them. So this is this really is wide open. This is wide open uh, in the West, which is pretty I, – I mean, I'm excited about it. I kind of think I kind of think the Clippers are going to be the ones that fall back. So the Clippers have the Suns, uh, the Lakers, and the Blazers. So they I think they have to go two and one. If they go one and two, I think they're going to be in trouble – but there's like a real shot that the Clippers or the Warriors are in the playing game. And the other thing that you have to like, I, I don't think anybody's talking about them because it's more exciting to talk about the Lakers, right? But like, holy crap, the Lakers are going to get out of the playing game. There's a world in which the Lakers and the Pelicans finish 5-6, right? I mean, because if the Laker, uh, the Pels are beating the teams ahead of them, um, I'm sorry, if the Pels are winning their games and the Lakers are winning their games, that means the Clippers are dropping games. Because what's the Clippers' uh, remaining schedule? So Suns, like, like if the Clippers go one and two, and the Pels go three and one, and Lakers go uh, three and one, all of a sudden, it, all of a sudden, both the Clippers and the Warriors are in the playing game. I don't think that's likely, but that's definitely that's definitely in the cards. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at like Warriors or Clippers or Wolves or Thunder playing the Nuggets and Grizzlies in the first round. So. And then, I mean, can you imagine? I'm sure Lakers fans, Dustin must be just salivating right now because they do have an outside shot at the sixth seed and everybody thinks the Kings are bad. But here's your hot take. I actually think the, the Lakers getting the sixth seed is probably the best possible thing for the Kings because uh, I feel like the Kings have a better shot. to. I think the Warriors are a tough matchup for the Kings. Uh, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, baby. Um, all right. That's it for the standings and the tankathon. Oh, the other thing that we can look at here, uh, if we look at the mock draft. Um, so right now, <clears throat> this is how if we uh, sim simulate the lottery, baby. 
Sim that lottery, baby. Ooh, Wizards jump six spots, get Wemby. Scoot him. Wow, this is a wild one. The Thunder jump to the two seed. They get Scoot, Scoot. They got Brandon Miller going third. Amen, Thompson, baby. Amen, Thompson. How's your top? Those bros? The Thompson bros? Um, I don't know a bunch of these other names. I'm sorry. Grady Dick. I know Grady Dick. Um, that's exciting though. This is going to be fun. AD versus Sabonis would be interesting at least. Well, what's fun about that is the, the Lakers have been one of the better defensive teams this year going against the Kangs who hate defense, but play a ton of offense. So that would be a pretty, a pretty spicy matchup, a uh, pretty spicy matchup. Um, but man, I'm so excited. We only have three or four games left for each team. And then we can finally say goodbye to some of these playoff teams. I mean, these teams that I don't want to watch anymore. Like I don't want to pay attention to what the wizards are doing or the magic are doing or anybody. I really don't. I don't want to look that up anymore. I want to whittle this down so we can stay focused. Um, I'm sure too. So like with four games left, I believe the play-in starts on the 12th. Uh, I think it's the 12th or the 14th, the play-in games. Uh, that might be wrong. I'll double check, but we will, uh, we'll definitely fire up some playbacks for that. We're going to have a lot of playbacks for the playoffs. So I hope you guys are ready to watch some hopes. We'll get chicken frig in there for some sun's games. So he can yell at me about free throws. We should give Chicken Frig his own stream. Just let him, just let him cook. Uh, we should do it. Yeah, Kings would love to beat LA. I know. I'm just, all of these matchups are so exciting. Uh, like Warrior Suns is exciting. Clipper Suns is exciting. Lakers Suns is exciting. Like the fact that that four-five matchup, you're getting two teams that everybody thinks can go on a deep run. One of them is out in the first round, which is going to be spicy. Just going to be spicy, spicy. Um, all right. We need to dive into some other stuff because we're already 46 minutes in. I haven't talked about anything else. So a couple of things. Like the stream, subscribe, put hashtag Lakers into the chat. Okay? Put that into the chat. We'll give some something away here. Um, but I wanted to remind a couple of people on some So Rare stuff. So So Rare, the uh, Live Before Lock is actually going to be tomorrow. There are no NBA games today. So that means Live Before Lock or the next game week starts tomorrow so we'll uh, have live before lock on tuesday there um and then we're, but i just real quick here just show you how we made out we are i think we're getting three uh uh monetary rewards so we get a limited tier two here a limited tier two excuse me for the contender going 355th gafford dropped 42 williams with 31 kpj with 56 shade and sharp with 47 jabari with 46 we had a common tier two over here uh limited champ got a tier five sabone with 49 freddie van fleet with 69 nice uh, Christian Brown, who, guys, listen, I know we've talked about Brown before. What can Brown do for you? He's he's carving himself out a role for this playoff run for Denver. Uh, he's been really good. Uh, and anyway, Anyways, Aaron Fox with a four, Cam Johnson. And then my rare contender snuck into a tier five here. Rudy with a 40 spot, Shading with 51, Eubanks with 44, Mathurin with 34, Gabe Vince with 20. So there we go. We were able to uh, snag a couple of rewards there. Yeah, congrats. Second week in a row. I don't have to give away anything. Um, all right, I got to go, but what's your take on Angel? Oh, my God. I thought that was so boring. I, you know what my take is? If you don't like that shit, go watch baseball. What, 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 like Everyone's like, oh, dude, the women's game is boring. How can I watch the women's game? Then we find people out there giving us some star energy, talking some shit. Uh, so you know what you can say? This is what I'd be okay with. If you were like, man, I thought it was corny. I thought the trash talk was corny. That take? I'll listen to, right? Because you're just not agreeing with the style of trash talk. If you were like, oh, you, I, she had to walk too far. She had to walk too far to get it in her face. Fine, I'll listen to that. But it was, we need more of that stuff. That was exciting. 
that was exciting. Anybody that was out there being like, oh, you're like, you know what, Barstool, thank you for showing your ass once again. Uh, they're like, oh, it's classless. What are we doing? What are we doing? Do we want do we want everybody tucking their aprons into their into their collar? Is that what we're doing here? We're all wearing tuxedos to watch a fucking basketball game. That was exciting. That was fun. Oh, so boring. So boring. Everybody's like hard as hell every time Caitlin Clark does anything. And then Angel Reese. Honestly, what was cool about Angel Reese doing that? Not only was she just trash talking, she was trash talking. She did her homework. She did some research on that trash talk. She saw what Caitlin Clark did and threw it back at Caitlin Clark. And I bet if you ask Caitlin Clark, she thought that was funny. Just so bad. I'm out there being like, again, if you were just like, I would have, I would have, I would have talked shit in a different way. I would have said something else. Fine, that's fine. But anybody that was like, oh, it's classless. That's classless. I want my college athletes acting like 80-year-old white dudes. Like, what are we doing? So dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. No, Tesla, I see that's that's actually where you're wrong. She she's not silent. If you were watching this tournament, she talks so much shit. She talks so much shit. Oh man. Oh God, yeah. If Clark had done it there, yeah, Clark literally did it. Literally did it the game before in the elite or two games before in the elite eight. It's good for basketball. We love this stuff. That's exciting. It's exciting. Pat, remember Pat Bev went and got the camera. It was great. Anyways, that was my take. And, and honestly, and uh, we talked about this last week or two weeks ago, uh, talking about why there seems to be more excitement around the W. I mean, around the the women's game uh, for the this college tournament because this we get stars. Stars being stars. That's what we want. So anybody that's mad about it, it's just like boring. Uh, just so <laughs> chicken freak. That's a great comment. Sounds like a, a, a Clark has a future job with his sons. Maybe not anymore because Sarver's gone. Yeah, the officiating was dog shit in that game. I totally agree. It took like the it took everybody out of the 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 like there was no flow to the first half. But LSU was good. LSU was so good. They won that game. All right, Sean Grant says, let's talk some top shot. Uh, can I make a comment? I'm very surprised at how cheap the 4K rookies are this year. They are some great values there. I think people are so into supply uh, that they are missing some opportunities there. Sean, you know what the difference is, man? You know, or I can just talk to you from uh, my perspective. Well, and Mac Tech says uh, that is mostly because they are 80% circulation. Last year was 25. Yeah, that's true, right? They just did a full dump. Um, but I think every time you look at top shot uh, 4K rookies, uh, they are a price the year of the when they are rookies, and then the set the next year happens and their prices come down. We've seen it literally for four straight seasons. Uh, so I imagine, I imagine that's what uh, that's why. So you're just like, I'll just wait till next season and get them for for twenty cents on the dollar. Uh, this is the last thing I want to talk about here, Jay Fogg. Yeah. So shout out uh, Top Shot and NFL All Day. We're on. Um, they were at the Mint Collective in Vegas, which is like a big cardboard collecting thing. Uh, where they have a lot of fun. Uh, they have a lot of fun selling some cardboard, showing off some cardboard, doing some cardboard. And this year, like last year, everyone was like, why wasn't Dapper there? And then they were there. And they brought Adam Morrison this year, uh, which I, I'll get out. I got to be honest. I don't care so much about bringing in athletes that nobody talks about anymore to those things. So whether it's Adam Morrison, even Max Crosby, like whatever, uh, I think it's better 
when they have people like Steady Breaks, who was there? Steady Breaks was there, uh, and they were doing both. Uh, I think they were doing all day and top shot rips there. That's the type of stuff that's exciting. You need people who are passionate about the product, whether they work for the product or they are participating in the product, third party of the product. You need those types of people in there. Like, yes, it's cool. But like, holy shit, Adam Morrison, I remember that time you had a mustache and you cried. Did I love when you were on Gonzaga, even though you never got it done? Like, whatever. There's a lot of that. That's cool. Uh, but to me, the more beneficial stuff is that. Um, so I, yeah, I, listen, I don't think it necessarily moves the needle. So anybody that was watching that happen and they were like, you know what, dude, here comes the numbers. Here comes the new users. I don't necessarily think that's the case, but like the fact that they're just in the conversation with all of those stuff is important. Uh, so I think that's good. Uh, so overall W I'm not trying to dunk on it. Overall W. Uh, all right, here we go. Come to a basketball game in the Euro League. I promise you, such a thrill that you will not experience in the NBA. Cheering fans, jumpers, lighting smoke flares, and firecrackers cursing. Yeah, listen, I I've watched Euro League. Euro League is wild. I don't. I would love to go to a Euro League game. I don't necessarily feel pumped up when people are firing out lighting smoking flares. That's usually not an environment I like to be in. Um, maybe when I was twenty, I'd be doing that, but I'd be I'd be so anxious. I'd be so anxious. Um. Regulator saying said there's some confusion uh, regarding the WNBA series. Will there be one? All right, listen. All right, here's your take. Top Shot is done caring about the WNBA. It's an afterthought. Clearly, it's an afterthought. Uh, so I would love to say that that's not the case, but the way that they've approached every single series with the W, that's it's very confusing. So maybe it's a summer series, but they're like, actually, we don't do summer series. We do. Maybe it'll be a part of series four, but actually that's going to mess up the mid count a little bit. So maybe it's a part of series five. Actually, what if we just do like W series? Like they haven't made up their mind how they're going to do it. They haven't commented on it. They haven't talked about it. They literally have not addressed anything W related. They barely talked about it in uh, last year's postseason. So um, yeah. I th- and which is too bad. It's a shame. And who knows? Maybe, maybe there's a little bit because this is what we we're talking about last week, where because of the the W, I mean the NCAA women uh, getting paid, staying around the whole time, we get to know I'm getting paid by NIL. So is everybody getting paid? But because of uh, the stars that are around it, and there's more hype around it as they transition to the W, I think more people are going to be excited about the W. So hopefully we get more of it. Um, Okay, hold on. Right, Mac Tech says, yeah, they want everything to start and end with the NBA. So basically, Series 4 will contain two WNBA full seasons. It makes no sense. It makes no sense the way that they're doing it. Um, it's too bad. It's too bad. And listen, the good news is I'm sure we'll get some clear, concise communication in a blog at the end of April or the end of May or the end of June because that's the type of communication we get. Um, anyways, that's that's that. That's that on uh, the W. Oh gosh. But other than that, I was trying to be all positive too. I was trying to take a positive approach. Um, all right, here we go. Let's see. Uh, do me a favor, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Lakers. And, uh, as okay, I will push back a little bit when you say top shot is done caring about the W. Uh, they never cared about the W. Oh my God, Mac. I thought you were about to enlighten me on something, but, but you're right. You are right. You have enlightened me. They've never cared. Oh, I thought I was, I thought you were going, uh, the other way with that. That was beautiful. Um, so I told you no live before lock for the NBA today. However, if you want a little after lunch show at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, I'm going to be back. We're going to try to fire up a baseball show. Uh, we're going to be doing a live before lock for baseball. It locks at two o'clock. This is going to be my first time competing in the limited contest. So we're going to I'm going to try to build my lineup. It's going to be a little bit different than the NBA because it's not like we're getting 
uh, injury news and lineups and figuring out all that stuff. So it'll be a little bit different. It's going to be more about uh, reviewing this past game week and looking at the upcoming one. Um, <laughs> Snoopaloop with the comment of the day. I have more confidence in them doing pickleball moments than W moments on this point. Yeah, it is true. It is true. They'll do W moments. It'll just be haphazard. Haphazard? Haphazard, not haphazard. It'd be full hazard. <laughs> oh, full hazard is my wrestling name. Actually, that's not true. It was the Armenian Missile Crisis. Uh, anything else we need to hit before we get out of here? Oh, yeah. I didn't really talk about the CBA. Yeah, the, C the players are allowed to invest in uh, Yeah, a couple of things. So in order to qualify for any of the awards, you have to play 65 regular season games, which obviously that's a big change because they didn't have that before. Uh, they included the in-season tournament, but without really eliminating, eliminating any regular season games, which was kind of a mistake, I think, um, since that seems to be the clear thing that they needed to adjust. Uh, what was the, they also have positionless, uh, positionless awards now for all NBA. So you don't have to have a center. You don't have to have a forward. It could just be like, they're just doing five, five and five, which like, I understand the thought process around that. If you just want like the 15 best guys, I think it'd look a little weird though. If like the all first team, all NBA is five guards. I think that would look weird. Maybe that doesn't happen, but I don't know. The other thing you can smoke that weed. Now you can smoke that weed. So no longer is weed a problem. Uh, congrats to the NBA for, you know, being 15 years behind that. Uh, but yeah, those are like the biggest things. There were some uh, some money things that shifted. Draymond Green uh, came out and said some stuff. I'm actually going to try to get a guest for later this week to talk about that a little bit more. Um, I wanted to because I want to fully. I want. I don't have my takes put together yet, and I want someone a little bit smarter than me to explain it. Uh, like I'm five, and then I then I can come up with my takes. Um, but I think we're going to call it there. Let's do our giveaway. Uh, Sean said, I think the new CBA and the relative peace and unity toward it being. Signed is great news for the future of the league. I remember a lot of contentious negotiations. Yeah. Well, here you want your big brain take. I think they, I think the NBA knows. I think the NBA knows that this is the last uh, big bag that they're probably getting from the TV deals. Um, and uh, I think they wanted to make sure all of this was squared away prior to uh, prior to negotiations. So uh, maybe the, the NBA PA and the NBA were just like, we need to get this done. So we all get that big bag. Uh, Cause I think every time ratings come out, they're like, well, is it really worth paying all that money for the deal? So um, that's huge. Chops just said UFC and WWE just merge merge. Wow. All right. All right. Yeah, they gutted the mid-level exception. Yeah, we'll talk about this later in the week. I got to get my thoughts together before we do that. Uh, reminder, all right, I'll be back at 1 p.m. We'll talk some baseball. Otherwise, I'll be back tomorrow at 9. Uh, we'll do live before lock for the NBA tomorrow at 5. Uh, morning show Monday through Friday. Shot tank on Wednesday. Cavs on Wednesday. Book your Vegas hotels with Costco. I saved like $500 at Park MGM. There you go, Boston Base. That's not information I thought I was going to get. Regulator, yes, I did get a haircut. Thank you for noticing. Uh, yeah, well, we're going to talk more about Vegas this week. We've got some cool giveaways. We're going to be giving away some tickets to the games for those that are going. Uh, really excited for what we got planned in Vegas, baby. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Join the Discord, sign up for the Substack, click all of the links in the show notes. If you win this giveaway, shoot me a DM. I got to catch up on the giveaways from last week as well, especially for the so rare because I got to go get ETH now. Let's see who's taking it down. Brent Ross. Let's go, Brent. Big dubs. Brent, I feel like you haven't won anything for a while, so I'm excited for you. I'm excited that you got that W. Uh, congrats again to everybody, and as always, thank you for being here. I like, you know, we're starting the week together. You, me, us, together. We love it.
We out.